BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code CHAMPION200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 when you bet $10 on an MLB. LB game and either team hits a home run. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire 7 days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. I know. I just wanted to make sure. I just want to make sure. I don't want to be. Hi, this is Jim, the Keys bartender. We're in there. Oh, it is. Oh, it just floated up. There's some dead fish floating up the canal. Uh, We are here for episode, I think it's 98. 98. 98 or 198? 198. 198. I dropped the 100. I'm binary. I'm like the... uh, I'm like the Y2K virus. Before I came out of the closet, zero, I mean, I was one, binary. Zero, binary? One, oh, that? Oh, zero, <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> oh, that's, that's very inventive. Uh, we'll call this one um, Martini Madness. Martini Madness. And uh, we were, um, uh, a couple weeks ago, I, I mean, a couple, a week ago, I spoke about a guy that came uh, in the, out of the darkness after we were closed, banging at the door. Like uh, Dustin Hoffman in um, what's that movie? The Graduate. The Graduate. At the end, where Catherine Ross is getting married to the other guy. Hey, let, me, uh, let me just interject here. We we didn't use his real name. Uh, you know what? I can use his real name. Okay. I mean, no, we'll just call him Andy. We'll call him Andy. Andy. I think that's what we called him. We'll call him Andy. But he happens to be a, 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 a guy, a Latin American, originally from an island about ninety miles south of here. Um, he lives, uh, he's either on a boat or living in some older woman's house, and he worked in our kitchen for a little while as a dishwasher. And he's a very handy guy, but he has a problem with a little substance abuse and stuff like that. And he likes blue Long Island iced teas. And he's a particular fan of a band that plays uh, frequently at the um, restaurant. I don't know if he's a particular fan of that band. It's a good band, but I think it's one of the few places that allowed him in. And he, he could only have two blue long and iced teas. We cut him off at that. Because once he got to three, it was just too many. It's, it's like double the alcohol. It's a long island iced tea. Right. Double the alcohol. No how, many, how many things can you have of that? I don't know. Not uh, many. For me, maybe four. He can. Really? Yeah, I can have four. Over a certain amount of time. I think because I, I basically quit drinking. I might mm-hmm. drink, have a drink a month. Um, if I had one Long Island iced tea, it, that would push me. Over. One's too many for me to drive. Yeah, definitely. Okay, one well, is I mean, too many for me to I'm drive. For where I can be, go home and be all right. Meaning, I'm not saying drive, but you drink. Whereas I, don't. yeah, yeah, I'm, so if, I'm in the drinking. Uh, I'm in the drinking trim. I guess you call it. But uh, you know, for the show, I'm just drinking. I try to drink just beer, right? And I watch it. But he, he, he did all those things, and eventually 
he uh, he. He was pounding quit. on the doors quit, after hour. After hours, well, he was fired already. He was not fired. He quit. And then we all agreed with it. That we did not fight to bring him back. I know, originally, we felt bad for him. And, so and then... Did, but did, there's another incident? Besides yeah, there was another incident. It was uh, uh, this past Wednesday. You just... It's some people you're fucking too nice to. You give them a rope. And they're not only going to hang themselves. They're going to hang everyone else with them. And it was disgusting. What did he do? We got intoxicated. He must have had a drink before then. And then he um, started saying, when they start, tried to cut him off, he started insulting the bartender, one of the servers, and then threatened the server. Oh, that's not good. And then one of the fathers, who's kind of nutty, um, but one of the fathers, and he knows he's nutty, of one of our dishwashers, uh, he, he, uh, they started going into it, and they were, he was... They were in a step outside and then started getting violent. And I wasn't there because um, I'm not saying that if I was there, I would handle it. But in this case, for this particular guy, I would have been, I, I'm a, most certainly, I would have been able to handle it. I would have handled it. I would have done, first of all, I didn't realize the guy was 12 years younger than me because he looks to be about 12 years older than me. So not only Massive am I... Massive amounts of abuse along yeah, the yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. So, so first of all, I, had to, I could physically dominate, dominate him and, and then mentally dominate him. So he's there doing those things and stuff, and he eventually just uh, crosses the line where he cannot even come into the place. He cannot be on the property. And then it happens. It happens in the restaurant business often i'm sure it happens in retail i'm sure uh there's um i told you a story about uh the car accident uh we were in coming back from the art walk right we're coming back from our walk and i uh i'll marate anna and uh we're just driving up the road up northbound route one and then out of the blue we get hit from behind and the car disappears and takes off down the street eventually Dumbass uh, woman comes out and gets caught. She gets caught because I'm there. I'm watching. And then the uh, family that saw it happen pulled over. It was less than five minutes later. Pulled out. And the cops are coming. And they get her. And she comes back. This past Wednesday. This past Wednesday. My daughter and my wife are at Bell's convenience store at Trey Winds Plaza. This woman's in there, and she starts shadowing them there. Really? Wherever they are, she goes. Same rack, same rack, same rack, approaching her. And um, my daughter, who's going to be 13, tells her mom not to say anything. Abby's 6'2". She can handle herself. She can handle almost anybody. She's a strong, physically strong and mentally strong, so she doesn't have a problem with it. She, and she has quite a temper on her. So she followed her there to about like four different places in the store. And then she moved on down the uh, shopping center to the Publix. And it kind of shattered her a little there and ends up next to her at the checkout line. Where it's not two checkout lines. There's six open checkout lines. And she's right behind her. 
And Abby's looking at her, and she goes, what in the world is she doing? And my daughter goes, don't say anything, don't say anything. And Abby's thinking she's trying to egg her on, but I don't know what she's going to get out of it because there's already a police report about what she did. So Abby attacking her, I don't know if she could get anything out of it. Maybe she has a problem with her insurance company or something like that. Well, why, wouldn't she, she, why wouldn't she say something unless she was just, that was her immature ridiculous way of trying to intimidate her. I think she was trying to intimidate her, but she can't. It's, it's very hard to in, uh, intimidate Abby. She's from a, a Central European country. She, yeah, I'm she, sure she'll stand her ground. Yeah, she'll stand, it's very hard to intimidate Abby. The very few times I've seen her frightened, I've I stepped in there and stuff like that. But in most times, I have to really, it's one of those people you got to pull back. You have friends like that. Right. Everybody Yeah, that's does. the one. And she was just shattering her the whole time. And I just heard that, and I go, wow. A fucking another Keys character. No reason for you folks not to come down here and see the beautiful Keys. Because we know we all have them in our towns that you grow up in. weirdos everywhere. They are everywhere. Minnesota, right? Yep. Downtown and the Skyways in the winter. It don't matter. Weirdos are everywhere. We're not, we're not, we don't have an existing, we don't have any, we did not file any claim against her. We didn't do anything. Some people, look. Some people, when they get caught, they, they'll never admit else. they were wrong. Got to blame somebody you know? else. <clears throat> Is there any way? There's nothing to reverse. She got caught Surprise. with an expired registration. She ran into us. She laughed. But we didn't file a claim against it. So it, the insurance companies took care of it. Thank you. Her pride was hurt. No, but what can she do? What is she going to gain from this other than a stalking? It's she wants a to, psycho. She wants a... Ret- She's nuts. I mean, That's just a restraining crazy. order. A restraining it's somebody order else's inside. fault, and she needs to prove well, it. And that's like some kind of weird mental well, she thing. Can. Well, first of all, we have a report. Right. We have but a printed report. Still, so in her mind, even... she thinks she's right, and you guys are wrong, and she's going to follow you around. She hit us from behind, and she took off. Yeah, she's a lunatic. Oh, that's crazy. So... um, I just let it be. So on to, that, on to the, the next thing. I'm driving Sunday to go to my spin class. She's not involved. But and uh, you know that left turn lane when you're going south near the CVS and the Walgreens? Yeah, of course. Right. Okay. So on the right of that is two lanes going south. And I'm heading south in the left lane. The light's green. No one's in front of me. I'm going 40 to 45 miles an hour. There's a Corvette, two cars back, in the left turn lane, waiting for the light to turn. Well, I guess he decides he had to get back over to that street alongside the Burger King to the right. So he makes a quick, abrupt 90-degree turn into the the highway from the left lane right in front of me. And shoots across all the traffic to make the right turn on the side street. Yeah. Brilliant. In front of me. Oh, well, he, st- he pulled out about four feet into my lane. I swerved in the left lane. It's a very common accident in this, this county, by the way. I don't, I don't yeah, get that I movement. Yeah, I can see that happening. Because if he, if he stayed in that I lane. I can see that if happening. He, if he stayed in the lane, he would have pulled in the lane, make a U-turn, you'd be on the street on the other side. And then wait albeit. for the light again, buddy. Yeah, and just go across the street. And wait for the and light. And kill everyone. All right, no, so you, you've, driven in, you've driven in another country. Yeah. Anna, have you driven in another country? Canada. That, that's fine. It, it's another culture, another country. I've right. driven in another, uh, several other countries. 
And when I was working as a trooper down here, the the insanity, the, the, you, know, you, you have to ask yourself, what made you think it was okay to be in the right lane and, and turn then left. stop and then turn left and shoot completely across the divided the, highway? The, the divided highway. So you crossed the traffic going originally in your direction, and then you, you cut Blindly. off traffic going in the opposite direction through the median. Happens all, it happens all the time. Now, being in another country, and the reason why I say other country is you're not familiar with the streets, mm-hmm. you might get lost. It never occurred to me that I needed to stop on a highway No, and never. shoot across traffic. I always thought, okay, I may have missed my turn. Let me go down. And, and I'll turn work around. my way back. I'll, I'll U-turn because or whatever. Because I don't want to hurt, one, me. me or the people in my car. Two, I don't want to hurt anyone else. No. What a bummer it would be to get into a wreck. But there's a, there's a madness that occurs to people, and it's usually people visiting. Well, this one was a, this wasn't a, um, I imagine, I mean, it could have been a rental car, but it didn't look like a rental car. It was kind of like a, uh, a gold a, a hybrid gold bronze uh, late model Corvette. And it didn't look like a rental car. I just don't I had see a vibe. Look. I had a vibe of a local. And locals do it from, locals make left turns from right lanes into gas stations instead of waiting to go and make a turn up there. It's just like, this, it's one, okay, you got to fucking get a, an espresso that bad? I, I know. And, and listen, we're use in a, a county with one road. Go down a block. And, turn around. And turn. I did, you know what? And they, you know, to the admit median. the hypocrite I am. Yeah, sometimes I you gotta sit and wait for traffic, but whatever. Anyway, I did uh, a, a move in Poland. I told you about. Yeah, it was on a two-lane road, and there was a about a four-inch rise in between, but it was uh, beveled, and it was an opening where it shows they had reflector, 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 and then it looked like a cross street there. Right, and it was going on for miles, and I had to make a U-turn. It was a, a long, It was a forty-five kph road, which means it was no more than thirty miles an hour. Right. So it wasn't forty-five miles an hour. There was a car two hundred yards in front of me, but we weren't closing. We were closing at sixty miles an hour, maybe or fifty. Well, if they were going slower, sixty miles an hour. That's less than sixty. Fifty. Um, it was a slow road with a stall thing, and I saw. There was a road that came out, and thing, I needed to make a U-turn, and I made a U-turn. And these people freaked out. They freaked out in front of me. Right. But there were more than, like, one and a half football fields away. More than one and a half football away. And if you're going 30 miles an hour, if you can't slow down nah, it, in 300 feet. I think so, it had more to do with the fact you probably made a U-turn where everyone knew it wasn't allowed. No, but, yeah, but the way the road was designed, it was a road. I've never seen that design on any of the roads I drove. It's I drove a there. French median, by the way. A mm-hmm. French median? The little bevel? that go. Yeah. It's a French median. Okay. Well, it was a flat, it was a flat center, a flat center, a two-inch uh, rise at 45 degrees. Right. And it was, it was a, a reflector, 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 and then it was flat. Like an open space that you can drive. Yeah. yeah. That was flat. Like, if you need to turn, this is the place to turn. With no... Uh, but no. No sign saying you couldn't. No, well... Maybe. That, that you noticed, anyway. That I noticed. But the guy freaked out and followed me, and, and he got it out yelling, and um, Abby grabbed me. 
I told that. I told, and you'll hear that. And I did. I did admit, but I didn't do it out of uh, like on spite. It was a considered. It was a considered mood on uh, a move on my part. A considered move. Oh, here's a part of the road which is flat. I'm not sure of, and it is now. When I make a left turn from a right lane across a busy lane of traffic, that's not that? a considered move, and it's careless. Mine was a stupid foreign move from not knowing, and I realized, I admit it, I admit it. And that guy saying, I said, well, I didn't know. He said, well, what did you do? You put my thing. Well, we say, wait a second. We're supposed to be going under 30 miles an hour, aren't we? Because I do realize... 45. It did say 45. And you never go, we're in Poland. It's all KPH. Right. As is most Europe. Except right. It's all KPH. Is- and that is definitely under 30 miles an hour. I mean, people actually can bike at 30 miles an hour. And they get stopped in about 20 feet. Go on the Italian version of the Autobahn. It's called the Autostrada or the Autobahn. And you have several lanes. Yeah. Could be three, could be four. Could be two, mm-hmm. and do do slower than the moving traffic in the left lane. See what happens to you. Uh, be aggressive as uh, you're Georgians. Go- you're going to be run off the road. The Georgians will like run you off the road right. too. Well, I, I just that. came wait, wait. down that. I know stretch. that here. I know that's that just here. going slower in the inappropriate lane. In inappropriate People lane. lose their minds. Yeah, no, I, that's why I stay in my right. They get where? And listen, that, I'm talking. So close. Do 100 miles an hour in a lane where everyone else is doing 160. And they're on you. No, they're like they're white on rice. They are not like happy. stank on old fish. And most people wouldn't know that you have a speed limitation on the lanes in Europe. Here, I don't care where you drive in the Western world. Making a left or right mad turn across multiple lanes of traffic, causing people to lock up. That's not even remotely. That should, that should be on everyone's conscience as yeah. to, I can't do this. But it happens all the time. And we have some serious the crashes time. down here from it. We have fatalities from it. Well, we, we, and, and also horrible. you had the ones here, where you had though. the big dump trucks coming down here moving at like 60 miles an hour and someone decides that they need to get on the highway, they're tired of in waiting. In front of that truck and or something too, even happen. merging. Yeah, those brakes won't, they won't, they won't slow that no, down. No, they have a hard time because they're... Well, the tires are a limitation. They need to have twice as many tires. It's, the analogy would be it's like a locomotive trying to stop yeah. a train. Yeah. Yeah, no, just because... They don't have enough tread. They have enough... No, of course not. And they have a, the weight. Please. I mean, with the weight, right. with the amount of tread right. that's in kind, it's it's not enough to stop. No, and then we have, but um, the, 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 down it's here, going to just push right into whatever, oh. no matter what. Yep, absolutely, yeah, it happens every week, and it's crazy stuff too. Oh, it's bikers and stuff like that. We we did mention me. If you are down here, you on a bike. Remember um, that a lot of times because of the narrowness of the roads. Um, that they someone has to look paths. eight different places, eight different places before they cross the road. So you have uh, separation. And then it happens. There's a lot of places like that. We have two bike paths on either side. Right? Correct. We have uh, north track and south traffic. You can have people coming out of a road. And that, that could equal, that's eight. That's eight. You've got to be able, once you go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, 
eight, another car is just coming out here or a vehicle moving down there, and you already missed it. And you pulled out and you made your decision. And if you look at that next place to catch the last place, you got to look at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So you got to be um, nimble, nimble of mind. I say, I use that word. You got to yeah, be nimble of mind. A, you have exactly to. exactly what you got to be. Yeah. Actually, think about driving, and people be, have stopped be, thinking be about generous, driving. Be generous, and you got to be generous. They think about, oh my God. Let me grab uh, a cigar. I got a cell phone. Yeah, keep on going. I've got a cell phone. I can, uh, I can check whatever I want to check while I'm driving. And oh shit, there's my exit. Quick, let me hit the brakes real fast <laughs> and make a left turn. What's that? What's that horrible noise? Garbage truck or something? What's that crashing noise? Oh, it happened behind me. I can keep going. I I have only been down a day, and I've already saw several really close misses on one. Yeah, and and, and I think it a lot of it has to do with the fact we attract a lot of visitors. Naturally, most of them drive without incident, but you get it doesn't take much on on a one road county to have one moron. No. Just screw everything yeah. up. And if you have an accident on a bridge or on the two lane, because the keys as uh, you go further well, south. Well, when I came in on the stretch. You have just two lanes and bridges. Yeah. And if you, if, if you foul up on a bridge, it is not unlikely in this county. It's not unheard of to have a six or eight hour delay. Oh, my and God. And 15, mi- 15 miles of backed up traffic. When I came in. Just this time on the stretch, some lady, I don't know if she had a flat. 29 hours of travel. Yeah. And she gets within 30 minutes. I get within five (laughs) miles. Five miles. Five miles of my destination, and there I am, dead stop on the stretch. People don't quite understand. There's no no bypass or anything like that. No, there's no. So we're not too much. Just beware yourself. And, you know, once again, my... uh, I would say that locals need to be more aware of what people don't know because they're they looking around. Understand. They're lo- They've never they don't seen understand. a road like yeah, that. They don't see. They don't see really when they're going over, especially when you got when you go in places like uh, over a bridge, and uh, there, there's uh, the uh, uh, Caribbean on one side and Florida Bay on the other. Right. They start looking. I mean, you're looking. You go, oh they're, my they're God! Not look driving at this. And they're, they're drifting not, over. Listen, oh, yeah. You have a, a convertible or a sunroof. That camera's going to come up on top of that yeah. bridge. They're going to do five miles an hour because, oh, we have to take pictures. And, they, and they'll stick their heads up and do the selfies uh-huh. from the moving car doing five I miles an hour. I have seen pictures of people sticking their heads out of the sunroofs. Yeah. Meanwhile, Going by there's, Fred. there's 50 cars behind them, and everyone is now pissed. And that, which means as soon as they get a aggressive opportunity, they're going to pass aggressively and it just it compounds the problem. Yeah, it does. It, it really does. And I, I see it down here and I see people driving slow in the left lane and all that stuff. But on a later note, let me tell it. Tyler just told me he saw me reach for a cigar. He said he had a mini Cuban in the truck. And I, uh, full of exuberance, said, he says, you want me to get it? And I say, what do you mean it? And he goes, I go, well, and I misread that, what he meant. I thought he had a Cuban little person. And I go, fucking yeah, bring him on. If you had a Cuban little person, we're going to have pictures right here. I'm not saying, what? what's his name? Esteban. 
Esteban. Esteban, I'm here. I am only one meter tall. Hey, um, we're going to take a break right si. now for like five seconds. Si. We're 23 seconds in. Oh, 23 minutes. Si. 23 seconds. Look at that. Woot, woot, time flies. Woo. Hey, remember, follow us on uh, what? Uh, subscribe to the show. Absolutely. If you want to get your information about the Florida Keys straight from the locals who live here and the ones who love it here, we've got you covered. Visit 43keys.com as your source for everything Florida Keys. Sign up for our newsletter and you'll always be up to date on all the Keysy stuff that's going on down here. Go to 43keys.com. That's the number four, the number three, keys.com and sign up today. We're back. It's time for happy thoughts. You know, we're in the Keys, and a lot of times I realize um, we just focus on, I didn't want to say the um word again. We uh, focus on the bad when we're in paradise. In general? It's it's easy to take everything around us for granted sometimes. Yeah. And I think that goes for no matter where you live, you you, you know, whether it's mountains or beautiful lakes or pasture land. You tend to just take it for granted. Look at what we're looking at right here. Looking out here. Pull that, pull that drape back and look at those oh, beautiful no, clouds over there. Uh, we should take, uh, take some pictures over here. But uh, we post we pictures were, every time. There's, it, it's, we have palm trees, photograph. water. Uh, we have beautiful tiki lights. Uh, uh, clouds. We got Stars boats. are coming out. There's uh, 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 lightning in the, in the distance. Which is Lightning. beautiful. Yes, it is. Yep. And it's, and, it's, uh, it's easy to see, you know, why people want to. But there are, depressed, there are depressed people down here. I wanted to talk about what, my, what your uh, exercise is daily. I mean, I, what I do is when I wake up in the morning, I think about my place in the world. Well, I mean, this is weird. I have a regimen. I do. Uh, it, I'm, I'm spiritual rather than religious. Okay. I think of what I am, where I am, what my uh, purpose is, and what I'm going to do today. I do that. I do that regularly. I try to do it on a regular basis. Uh, because on Sunday, when I did that in the morning, besides that almost accident I got into... I forgot my card, my clocking card, for work where I was going to my spin class. And I thought, I'm going to put on Facebook that guy that did that shitty mood because I was sure he's a local, blah, 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 blah. And I started, my, my brain started winding up, winding up like an asshole. When I say like an asshole, yeah, you have a right to be angry, but what the fuck does that anger serve? Because I'm not going to do anything about it. I'm angry about it, and it ruined my fucking day. But I eventually, if I did it, and I didn't do it, I went into class, I had a great class. The wonderful people, there was a young girl named Raven. Um, she comes into class. She's going away back to school. She's a graduate student in business. She comes in, sweet, and she says, I'm really going to miss your class. And then the other people came up to me, you know, this was a great spin class. I love it. It's my favorite class and all that stuff. And I was prepared to do anything in my power. It's like that guy 
that did that move was going to determine the kind of day it was going to have. And, let me, and he, you know what? I'm sure he didn't intend to do that. He, what he did was thoughtless. He didn't intend to piss me no. off. He didn't intend to kill His me. His intention was to get across the get road. Across the road. So, I mean, what's the purpose? What is the purpose? And then I thought about it. I'm, I'm so, I guess I'm so practiced at getting pissed off and annoyed. Well, I, and I realize I don't have to be that way. No, none of us do. But it's, it's a natural reaction. I mean, there's a reason why there's anger and rage. As soon as it pops up, you have to make a determination. What is this serving? I, I don't have is to be. Is it self-preservation? Yes, it, what, what is it? What does it serve there's a guy at thinking, that point? What is, it, is this? Is this this? What is this um, for the agenda of, if you believe in it, my soul? Is this for the agenda of my oh, soul? Oh, but if it overrode the rest of your day, let alone bled out the following days, you would have missed the, the, a lot. the heart and the souls of those people in that spin class yes. who related something to you, who related appreciation and acknowledgement. And it wouldn't, they still would have said it because they no idea where you yep. just came from, but it wouldn't have landed. And it's important that we make right. those connections with, with people. You would have not been available friends, yeah, to family. accept it. No, you wouldn't have accepted it. And you'd have missed out on making a connection. Any engagement you have with someone is a possibility for making a connection to find out another friend, another person of like mind that wants to be happy. Or maybe but learning something about yourself. Yeah. If you can't, if you can't expand <laughs> you okay? on some level, I think someone just got a Charlie horse. You read that right. Boy, my, howdy. My muscle. Either just, that or he had to fart really bad. Oh, yeah. It looked like it. I just made I a look on my face. Jim was going to end up sliding on the floor from his chair. Oh, no. Well, I'm used to getting Charlie horses from being a spin instructor. Hey, I'll tell you about I a Charlie a horse. What? Talking about good vibes, right? Yep. So Damon and I are working on our little 1993 Mustang. Oh, okay. Let's we have it. a little sports car, right? A little yep. hot rod. And... uh we had to remove the brake booster and master cylinder, okay. which means we had, we had to get under the dash yep. and take these four bolts out. And it's kind of cramped in there. And Damon's a lot thinner than I am. Yeah. And, but, but he has, there's an issue with his back. You know, he, he, yeah. can't, he can't contort himself so easily. Yeah. So um, I told myself, you know what? I, I don't want you doing that. Yeah. I, I'm going to jump in there. 56 years old, yeah. you know, I'm going to get up in under that dash. Yeah. And, um, were you going out under? Oh, backwards. backwards. Upside I down. I couldn't get, yeah. I couldn't put my butt on the seat. I'm too big. So what I had to do is I had to come in at an angle on the floorboard and, and angle myself up. So I'm fighting the pedals. Yeah. And, and the bolts are way up on the firewall. Okay. So I've got a socket with, an, with, a, with a swivel and uh-huh. an extension. And, uh, and man, and that, the one bolt, I'm telling this long story because it was really involved. One bolt, I had to put a socket wrench uh, on and, and move it eighth of a turn at a time. And these are long bolts. So this, mm-hmm. this was, and I'm, and I'm upside down and I'm contorted. And, okay, so uh. my leg, I got one leg almost up in the air. I got another yeah. leg that's pushing on the floor to keep me up under the, yeah. 
the, by the by the by the firewall. Yeah. And then the Charlie horse. Yeah. And you can't move. Yeah. You can't just get out of there and just you know massage. It's just ripping, it's just ripping it, through your thigh. It, oh, and it got worse. Yeah. And worse. And I thought this sucks. And I got the threshold of the car. I have a bruise under my ribs yeah. from the threshold. And now that's starting to hurt because the Charlie horse is causing me to go up higher. To re- and I thought. How long did this last? Oh, a good five to ten minutes. It just wow. went on and on and on. Ow. So I finally, I, I forced myself out of the car. And I was going to get what I normally do is I get pissed. Right? But what am I getting pissed at? And I yeah. told myself, wait a minute. The goal is we're working on a car together. Yeah. You know, and it's enjoyable to work on that car together. And the object is it's a bonding moment. It, yeah. It's what we do. Yeah. So I can't make this. OK, so I got a Charlie horse. I'm contorted like a pretzel mm-hmm. and it hurts. It's going to hurt. So I got back under there and I went at it again. Yeah, I had another Charlie horse. But at the end of the day, we get this thing assembled and, and put in there yeah. and and the next day, I felt like I, you know, I did a full gym workout, you know? But it was a good feeling. There was no anger attached to it. There was no misery attached to it. It was, it was like one of those hell yeah moments. Like, yeah, we did that. It, whereas I can tell you my nature is, my old nature, yeah. lots of, has changed in, in seven you. or eight years, okay. would be to throw those wrenches, break something, get pissed, yell and scream, and but what purpose would that serve? Exactly. And you've grown. Exactly. Oh, hey, oh, hey, 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 um, sometimes when I'm at my weakest and stuff like that, I will let myself do it. And you're, you're um, sometimes it feels good to throw the wrench still. But I know, but you know it's, what? it's, it's, it's like holding a, resi- a holding a resentment. I, I've always said this. It's uh, anger, resentment, frustration. Uh, whenever you do that, let's say resentment. It's like holding a coal in your hand long enough so you can go up against the resentment and throw it at it. A hot coal. And you're burning. All you do is you burn yourself and you never get the opportunity to throw it at that and person. And all that time and you've wasted the happiness you could have had. Yes. And, and that's anxiety. All those, all those things, anxiety and stuff like that. It's an anxiety issue. So, it's, so, so, it's an esteem issue, an anxiety issue. Let's face it. So, so Monday morning. It's Martini Monday at Catch. Oh, how did that go? Well, I did my practices in the morning. I was saying, well, like this, what am I? Where am I? Oh, uh, what's my purpose? What am I going to do today? And I say, you know what? My, part of my job, at, well, whenever I go to work, wherever I'm working, is to add value to whoever's employing me. Not just to make money myself. Because I do realize, I do realize I want to make as much as I can whenever I can. Oh, yeah. I do. I want to make as much as I can as I, but I also want to add profitability to the people I work for and the people I work with. Mm -hmm. And then the people that come in. You want them to feel the uh, customer kind of profit. Yeah, yeah. And the the customer. I feel like I got the worth of my visit. I want my customer to feel like they said, you know what? He really enjoyed it. I don't want him to see frustration when I'm painting. But it's sometimes you're. It's uh, your body and your abilities are overwhelmed, and then you realize it. It's kind of frustrating because you say, wow, I'm not doing exactly what I practice and talk about. 
But that's where you got to forgive yourself and say, listen, I'm going to do my best whenever I can. And then I have to come clean and tell people, I'll say, I'm really sorry that I wasn't at my best. But on Martini Monday, I put my head down, and I, it was a first of its kind for me, not for anybody else. I worked at a place called the Encore where we did martinis all the time. And I'd get martini, 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 martini. We had some exotic martinis. We had a peanut butter martini. And you got to clean, you got to clean up like two minutes worth of clean up. After each martini. Yuck. And that's what kills you as a bartender. Because otherwise... Everything else is going to taste yeah, like peanut butter. You're going to go... Yeah, it's going to... Well, you got to clean it up, get it out, boom, do that. A- anything else, if you give me 30 seconds, I'll run down, clean that stuff out. Can you give me... But the two minutes cleanup knocks off my timing and stuff like that. So all I think about, this is what I can do, this is what I can't do. Can't do any cream drinks. No cream drinks. Because cream drinks dirty your water, oh. and you can't clean your glasses. you got to keep on doing it. That's the way I'm trying to explain it. I apologize to people that do that and stuff during the martini night. We'll, we'll try not to do that because in the thick of things, you're making – you get an order for – in the space of one minute, you'll get an order for eight martinis and there are six different varieties. You've got to hustle. Got to hustle, make it. You got to get put out the production and stuff like that. It's at the beginning, and then it slows down. All I have to do is the beginning. Get that out, and I realized that, and it worked out. And then actually, I did. Um, we did the whole thing, and it, it was a success for the first time. I wanted to do a real. What do you call that rollout? Uh, a soft rollout. Yeah. Soft is before you do a grand opening. Okay, I, we should have done a soft rollout where we just told people. What we did is we posted on Facebook, and uh, normally the shares we get. Hard rollout. We're a small, we're a small bar with one person behind a bar during the week. Stuff. So uh, if we get three hundred looks, that's great. Well, it ended up we had nineteen hundred. Oh my goodness! No, that doesn't mean nineteen hundred people show no, no, up. No, but that's a lot of interest. It is a lot of interest. We're gonna get it next week. Now I'm prepared. I'm prepared. You know, for next week. I know what I need. I know what the most popular drinks are and stuff like that. Little fireworks in the background. I know what's going to happen, and we do it. And it worked out great. And I thanked everyone for. I, I stopped, and the speech of fire I am. I thanked everyone. Were you Were you there for the speech? Not at the end. No, we. Let no, I guess. Just... Well, it was right when you. I may have been right before you came, or right while you're there. I stopped and thanked everyone, and I said thank you. It was our inaugural experiment. No, I didn't see yeah. that. And uh, it was a good thing. And, and people, all I thought about, it's like something, it's something a couple years ago that I would never have done. But it's a Monday, it's out of season. It's Monday, out of season, and there's a lot of bars to be lucky to get 15 people in. How many did you have come in? 70 people just for that. Wow. That's, that's really know? awesome. 70 people. And like I said, we're a small place. We don't have to. We said on the pre-show, you and I were working. Right. Um, that a big place that has 12 bartenders, they need to get, uh, they need to get 40, uh, right. 400 people to make the place profitable. We need to get 50. You know, we need to get 50 or 60. Because we have a certain amount of people in the back, a certain amount in front. And then we, the more we get, the more profitable it is. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to 
increase traffic. And when we get increased traffic, people that normally don't go there, then they're going to come and say, oh, well, look how nice this place is. They do martinis and stuff. They want to come here for food sometimes. No. Look, what was the reaction of the customers? They had a great time. That's all that matters. I, I believe. I, I, I believe next week will be busier. Fun. We'll be uh, busier next week. We're probably going to kick it back an hour, meaning we had three hours of it because oh. a couple of people got uh, a little south. But hey, it's five dollar martinis. Hey, five dollar espresso, key lime. Uh, next week it'll be uh, lychee pertinis, and I'll, I'll introduce. You got orange crushed martinis. And and it's, and it's, very it's at the catch restaurant. And if you are in, very in welcoming at the catch, yeah. you feel welcomed. And if you have a bar, if you have a bar, you could do stuff like that. What you do is you talk to your liquor rep, you figure out what product you can use, what you do, you bring it up. It's not a loss leader. You do things for a lower profit drive that you normally do. You bring people in that normally don't come in. You could bring groups of people that normally come in. It's a lot of women that come in. And when you bring women in, guys come in. Or if you bring guys in, women will come in. The right kind of guys. And if there's certain kind of guys, they'll bring other guys in. Depending on what it is. You know what I mean? It it's, all, it's all a big thing where you, you're driving. It's marketing. It's not sales. You're not selling one thing. You're thinking of overall. Right. What are we trying to, where are we attempting to do? Sell an experience yep. versus a this martini. A martini is the same everywhere. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's but how the, you the, get the, it. The catch, though, the catch is one of those places you walk into, you do feel comfortable in. Um, it's like when I travel and I go to a bar. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you have your, your, uh, your box store bars. Yep. Bars and restaurants. And there's a certain impersonal um, feeling. It's, it's not really like it's your bar. You yeah. know? And you don't have to be from somewhere to feel like it's your bar. You just have to feel wanted, yep. included. And that's really the talent of a bartender and the clientele. If you're able to have a conversation with strangers, if they're of that. And normally in a bar where everyone is feeling part of the scene normally they're very accepting and you have a great time it's not really about the drinking although you're drinking it's about the experience while you're at the bar you're talking to people you're interacting uh the bartender can is like the mater uh, the the master of ceremonies to a certain extent um and when it all works you have a, a positive experience you're going to go back as opposed to a bartender, and bring your that's friends. Like, hey, what do you want? Yes, you know what do you want? And it's like it's ew. It's it's a. Why, uh, my? What can I get for you? What do you like? What would you like? What can I get for you? Uh, what's your What's your pleasure? Um, the funny thing before, it's humor that's involved in one one of our regulars, Howard. Um, he comes in. He goes, "My wife likes margaritas, and you know what? Martinis and margaritas go together. Mar- martinis and mag- margaritas." Been. I said, "Well, wait." You know, you can give away a little too much sometimes, and you could service too large of a group, and then you don't service any. Right. Because we'd like to, I mean, if it comes so busy and we can guarantee the thing and have to, it's hard at a small place mm-hmm. to schedule enough people for an increase that happens incrementally. And the smaller the place, the larger, the smaller the increase affects right. mobility to serve them. 
a bigger place, you get a 25% incline. Influx. And, you got to make people, you retask people. You say, you go from the outside bar to the inside bar, inside bar, come to the outside bar, you help them both. You got, you could be more, you could, you, know, you could be flexible. Yeah, right. Way. There's more. So options. He, he mentioned a margarita thing, and I said, you know, Howard, you know, this, it's, it's hard. We try to price it, we try to get a deal on the product and all that stuff. And he goes, well, you know, you got to do it. I said, okay, Howard. What do you do? You, you do concrete? Well, why don't we do half-price concrete Mondays? How would you like to deliver all your concrete? For how many yards? You get two yards for the price of one. I'm sure Howard was down with that. No, he said, uh, <laughs> you're crazy? You know how hard I work for that? I go like this, my case in point. He started laughing. I said, yeah. I said, you know, there's, there's only so much you do. You drive it your certain way. You could be creative. I tried to... Um, I try to be create a little flexibility by throwing in uh, a red sangria because not everyone likes margaritas, right? Right. Um, that didn't work. But I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do a martini and then I'm going to put red sangria. And I have an idea behind it, and there's a good reason for it. And I'm not going to say it there, but that's my that's my cost control, and it makes sense for us to do it for that reason. It, it's a uh, if you heard my theory, but it's only meant for um, you guys. Uh, you guys make your own sangria. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, make my I'm, I make my own sangria there, and they make they make their own sangria. And they're all pretty good. Well, listen, we are at it looks like forty four minutes, and we talked about all sorts of things, but we didn't talk about once again uh, at the end. No, no, we're going to do it. Uh, if you do want to come, we did talk about the catch. It's in Key Largo. It's a mile marker. It's in uh, mile marker 102. It's on the uh, northbound side. So all I have to do is go a little south and then turn around and come in. Um, there is, it's a limited parking space, but you can find it. And if uh, you come there, I'll be happy to talk to you. If you're a listener, I'm happy to talk to anybody, even if they're not a listener. Uh, but uh, please do. And if you are a listener, please subscribe. And you do subscribe, please share. Hey, See if any of your friends. Let me, let me throw a little shout-out to your, uh, your cooking staff. Yeah. Let me tell you about the food mm-hmm. in the catch. Let's hear it. It's amazing. I have never been let down, whether it's a hamburger or it's fish um, or chicken. or It is really, really good food. You know, you say bar food. No, <laughs> yeah. no, no. This is, this is really good food. And, and those... Those gentlemen, I assume they're all gentlemen in the back, cooking. They try to be gentlemen. Oh, I get you. Saying, they're all men. They are they're all men. They're all men. They're all, guys, they're they all male, if they you know what I mean. Shout out, because they work really hard, and they really, they, they cook well. It's very well done there, too. And that's very nice that you did that. And you know what? The owners, Kathy and Paige, they're very uh, sweet and supportive, and they work really hard. They work the place really hard, and all the workers do. All the workers work really hard. They're very conscientious. Uh, we try to do our best. And uh, I, I, you know what? Most places try to do that. I see that when I go to places. Yeah. I went to places in Poland that were nice and stuff like that. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed going in there. And you had a, you know, a nice uh, server, uh, bartender. I was in Zakopana. And uh, I just stopped in a place when the girls were shopping and the one thing I hate to do is uh, clothes shopping with the girls because they look at every piece of clothing in their place. <laughs> so I'll just go and have a drink. 
Uh, and I would too because I hate shopping. Yep. So that's and that's where I do. I I in, and uh, when I lived in Philadelphia, uh, when I would go with either uh, years ago when. Drinking and driving was less stringent. Uh, I would have to go to a place called Mr. Dunderbox in one of the malls. It was a, a German, uh, yeah, and they had all this different beer and stuff like that. Yeah, it was great. And there was, and then the Chamonix Mall, there was a, uh, I forgot, the Crown and Cork maybe or something like that. It was a great little restaurant in the middle of a mall. And after, like, uh, my brother, my brother, my uh, brother and my best friend and I, we would go to this place after we were, um, uh, Christmas Eve shopping, and after we received it, we did because we're guys. We did practically all the shopping on Christmas Eve. I mean, that's what young guys do. You don't do things ahead of time; you do it last minute, of course. And then we, after the end, great success. We go and drink there, and then you got to re- wait. We got to get home. We got to see the ladies. Oh my goodness! Yep. Well, like uh, now, I got to go home and see the ladies. And once again, I'd like to thank everyone for listening. Uh, we. Uh, but listen to us, uh, subscribe to us on Spotify, iTunes, uh, iHeartRadios, um, Spreaker, whatever, whatever platform you use. Just We're probably on it. We're probably on it some way. Uh, I'd like to thank 43 Keys Media and uh, my wife and daughter, Abby and Skye. And uh, tomorrow is the first day of school. Ooh, look at that. Tomorrow's wow. the first Minnesota day of Minnesota is right. until after Labor Day. No, but down the Keys, they, uh, they do yeah. it. They do it extra long because uh, we're in the midst of um, hurricane season. You never know if it's active. You can have like a bunch of days. Uh, what they do is as, after they get out, of, they got to get through this hurricane season into uh, November, I guess. It starts. Uh, Correct. And then they start figuring the extra holidays they're going to get. And without, you know. They, they, Too many lost school days. They put a buffer like two weeks almost into it. You, you have to, you have to, you know, incorporate those days in a school schedule because you have a minimum number of days that they have to right. attend. Yep, exactly. So not that you know, you just hope the kids learn a lot, but it does start tomorrow. First thing, in the and morning. you know what? There shouldn't be any fucking kids listening to this because I'm working this explicit. You shouldn't be listening to this. Class. We didn't curse much, but I just said fucking right now. <laughs> Penis, vagina. Whore, 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 whore. Whore. That's my last name, Horan. Are you a Horan? I'm a Horan. They always used to say, we go back to school. My father was in the military. He'd go, oh, you're a whore, Ann. And what? And a smart guy. Better than you. Obviously taller. You're a whore, and what? <laughs> a great reader. Hey. Yeah. Okay, I'd like to thank. Anya, Papa Joe, and uh, the Jenna Kyers, and Jenna, who wasn't on here. Hello, appreciate it. Hello, uh, I hate. To, I we didn't get to see the little Cuban that he had. I hate to watch you go, but I like Cuban. to watch you leave. Yep, the, <laughs> the mini Cuban. You said you didn't want the little Cuban. So. I would want the little Cuban if we had a real little he, Cuban. He wants a little Cuban that has a car seat. It's all right. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, would have to be three three inches smaller than you, right? Yes, three inches shorter than me. I'd like to thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll tell you, we'll come back Not to you next small, week. Small, short, bye. bye. Here we go.